You're listening to Eye on the Ball with Steve Rivera. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on The Voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Eye on the Ball. I'm Steve Rivera alongside Jay Gonzalez, and you're listening to 1030 The Voice. Welcome to Friday. Does it feel like these weeks are going faster or slower, Jay? I think they're going faster. I think part of it is because we're speeding towards the seasons starting, and I think we all want to see what's going to happen. And we were were doing it real fast, and then they stopped us. It was a screeching right. to a halt type right. of thing, but but let's let's talk about screeching to a halt. What's going on in the SEC? Well, you know, the stuff already starting to happen. Um, news today that first of all, Vanderbilt has has paused their practices because they've had some positive COVID tests, and they're part of the SEC. SEC. Okay, shocker. Um, and then uh, Alabama. And then at, at, on campus at Alabama, it was reported that there's been, on in testing, there's been a 29% positivity rate, and they've put down some very strict rules about things, you know, on-campus stuff going on <clears throat> for their students. And, and saying, you know, in the frat houses, fraternity and sorority houses, nobody goes into those houses uh, except, you know, students and staff, no parties. Um, it says um, meals will be a grab and go for residents and members. Uh, social distancing, gatherings are prohibited in the house. A uh, 14-day moratorium on all in-person student events outside of classrooms, mm-hmm. but that doesn't include practices, so they can still practice. And there was a third. Then there was a third, not the SEC, but I think it was the ACC. And, and oh no! Carolina. And then and then over in North Carolina, yeah. University of North Carolina, which said, you know, we're going to all online classes. There was a report of uh, more than 100 positive or 100 cases of coronavirus in a single dorm. Yeah, yeah. That's the stuff that the Pac-12 and the Big Ten has said is unavoidable, and that's why they canceled their seasons. Let me ask you, just as you were talking about Alabama, do you think, and I'm going to say they're the head of the snake, I could be wrong, but they're the head of the SEC. Right. If they fail... Does everybody else fail? Oh, 100%. The, the reason this is still going forward is because, is because of the mm-hmm. SEC. That's why I asked the and question. Because, look, for eons, for ages, mm-hmm. you know, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 have been aligned, you know, because of the Rose Bowl and all that kind of stuff. As the conferences, they've been aligned also because they're very much aligned academically, which we've talked about. Clearly, the SEC in that part of the country, they're running the show. The SEC is, you know, whatever the SEC says goes. And and the ACC has always been aligned with that. And the Big 12, who's kind of like, we don't know who to hitch our wagon to, they've hitched their wagon to the SEC. And so if the SEC fails at this, if they don't, if all of a sudden they say, we can't have a season, it's all over. But the the head of the SEC, being Alabama, right. if Alabama fails, right, the SEC it all fails. goes under. Yeah, okay, it all goes under. Yeah, you know, Greg Sankey, who's the 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 uh, commissioner of the SEC, he you can tell he's he doesn't seem certain that they're going to play. You know, he's been very cautious. Has he wavered? Has he been wavered? He, he's, he's cautious in what he says. He keeps saying he's one of those guys that keeps saying. We're heading towards a season. You know, we're we expect to start our season. That kind of stuff. So 
I, you know, if if they keep having trouble like this now, if, you know, if Tennessee, if you know some of these other places have start having trouble, how do you, you know, how do you right. play? Right, right. And how do you play if? How do you play football if the SEC doesn't play football? You don't. You just don't. Uh, we'll know more and more as we get closer. We talk about this every day. Sorry to say that. We do. But but okay. So local, we got some numbers. Uh, not too bad. I don't want to say they're great, but they're not too bad. Well, again, we've said all along that look the 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 football programs or the athletic programs are doing for the most part are doing a really good job, mm-hmm. including the U of A in terms of you know the number of cases and keeping their, their their players you know isolated and so that they can have you know these workouts and stuff like that the big unknown was students on campus and these students are starting to arrive on campus <laughs> right. and they're right. already having problems so the u of a today sent out a, a news release that they've had 200 and something tests um let me look it up here They've tested 169 athletes and 86 staff members and have had a total of five positive tests. That's a good number. One being a staff member. One staff member and five and five athletes. That's a really good number. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the U of A across the board, campus-wide and, and whatnot, is, you know, is seen as one of the, you know, one of the leaders in this, as, as uh, you know, uh, a campus that's done as good a job as you can expect. That's great. But the students aren't on campus yet. Well, no question. This weekend you know, is going to be a huge weekend. Right. You know, oh gosh, I was at, I, I stopped at Target yesterday. Had to go get some golf balls. Target, right? where at? Where at at? at Alcon. Oh, okay. Okay. And I, I didn't really see it as I walked in because I kind of went towards the back of the store because I had to stop in electronics and then I went to get some golf balls. And then I was heading towards the register to pay for my golf balls. And I was walking through the home area and it was flooded with students getting yeah. stuff for their dorms and stuff. Right. It was a massive amount of people. Everybody had masks on. It was all great. Sure. And, you know, you're just trying to keep away from people. But then I went to get in line to pay for my golf balls. And the line was so long that it was coming away from the register and snaking through the cosmetics area. And then somebody directing traffic. I just put the golf balls down and <laughs> left. But the point being, there were hundreds of students in sure. there getting their stuff for their dorms. And I thought... How is this going to work? How is this going to... Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I thought, how is this going to work? All these people in one place, and we're not even on a, on campus. Right. How You know, how is that going to work in the dorms and stuff? Right. You know, I mean, we moved my daughter into uh, one of the downtown apartment uh, complex, uh, the Cadence downtown. And move-in day, there were, you know, and there were people lining up at the elevator, and one group at a time was getting on the elevator. Everybody had masks and stuff, but I thought... All these people are going to be interacting with each other, and how, how many of them are going to continue to wear masks? Are they going to be gathering across the street at Hi-Fi or the other bars and restaurants downtown? What is this going to look like when the ball really gets going for classes and parties and socializing and all that stuff? And I just, I looked around, and I thought, this is why the Pac-12 and mm-hmm, the Big Ten mm-hmm. canceled sports. And it's, and it's way early into the situation. Again, we they they're, you know they don't start classes till Monday. Right. <laughs> well, this weekend, like I said, I'm waiting for the first uh, videos of what's going to happen right, this weekend. Right. All the big parties, if they're going to, you know, if they're going to be having parties off campus or even you know anywhere around campus, they're mm-hmm. going to start tonight. Tonight. Yep. And then <laughs> tomorrow, and then get ready for school on Sunday tonight with the last minute party. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how it was back in 1945? Right. Again, you know, as, as we talked about, everybody thinks they're invincible, and right. they're not. 
Right. Uh, so uh, let's take a quick break here. We're going to talk to T.J. Jeskowitz, the executive director of the El Twitter Tucson, who made a big announcement yesterday. Yeah, big announcement. They're postponing We'll talk April. about that, too, because you, you were affected by something. The uh, The Roadrunners were affected by something. Right. I mean, it, it, this is not a shock. It, it's, it, it's not a shock. You know, they're doing it for all the right reasons, and, yeah. you know, I'd love to see, you know, what were they looking at, what went into the decision, and now what's the plan for, for April? Okay, great. Let's take a quick break here on 1030 The Voice. These days, most families are concerned with having the right insurance coverage. Protecting your family, home, auto, and other valuable possessions can be challenging and sometimes expensive. Crest Insurance gives you flexible options and solutions while saving you money. Insurance is not one size fits all, and at Crest, we find the coverage that's best for you and your family. Visit us online at www.crestins.com or call us toll free at 888-881-5765. There's a place in our house. For 70 years, Benjamin Supply has been keeping Tucson flowing. Hygiene is our business. We help you achieve extreme clean. Minimize germ spreading with a hands-free sensor faucet. Forget the paper panic with a washlet seat. And speaking of waterworks, a big thanks to plumbers for their essential efforts during this health crisis. Shop our downtown showroom by appointment. Call us at 777-7000 or see all the products online at BenjaminSupply.com. Thanks to Benjamin Plumbing Supply. Hey, welcome back to Eye on the Ball here on 1030 The Voice. I'm Steve Rivera alongside Jay Gonzalez. And now on the phone, we have the executive director of the El Tour de Tucson, TJ Jeskowitz. TJ, how are you? Doing great, Steve. How you doing? Good to have you back on the show. Hey, big announcement yesterday. What was the thinking? Well, you know, it's a heartbreaking decision anytime you have to postpone a, uh, an event like that. But we just felt it was the right decision, um, just knowing that the safety of the riders and people in this community are more important than putting on a on a bike race. And so uh, we made the decision to postpone it to April 10th, and uh, really looking forward to having that event in uh, the springtime. TJ, this is Jay Gonzalez. I missed you the last time you were on the show. I was... Uh gallivanting across the state headed towards pine top but um in terms of exactly you know what what were what were the concerns you guys had regarding exposure and you know what led to the decision sure well we were looking at every possible way to do mitigation spreading riders out you know when they bunch up as far as you know the ride start the ride finish bathrooms all those kinds of things and when we started looking at the numbers that were going to be allowed to gather we're still going to be well over any kind of threshold that that would be able to get permitting. And there comes a time where we have to lock in things like insurance and permits and all those types of things. And without certainty on those things, it just became obvious that the numbers weren't going to move fast enough that we're going to all of a sudden have, instead of 50 people being able to gather, we're all of a sudden going to go to 5,000 people able to gather. So, Obviously, when when the Pac-12 kind of folded up their tent for for football, that was kind of a, a big a big blow, and um, you know just kind of the mood kind of you know let out um, just a collective sigh of wow, is twenty twenty just about done? And uh, so you know just after that, we, we we decided it was it was time for us to you know start looking at things that we can do it the right way 
And we also wanted to make sure if people come from all over the world, we want them to experience Tucson in all of its glory, not, not you know, going into a restaurant that you can't sit down at, not, not doing those types of things that make our community great. So we wanted to make sure that people would have a safe opportunity to come here and have a really great time while they're here. By pushing it back five months, uh, what's next? Because you get some, you get some time to kind of reevaluate and kind of refocus. Yeah, no doubt. It's a different type of, um, you know, mood in the, in the springtime. Obviously, there's different uh, people in our community as well that, that um, you know, come here for the winter and the spring. Um, so it might be a little bit different in, in that regard. Um, but it does give us a time to hopefully get over this this uh, cloud of COVID. And hopefully our country is going to be in a little better shape by that point. The weather is pretty comparable to what November is, maybe uh, maybe even a little bit better. Um, but the the fact is, you know, it's it's an unknown of what the springtime uh, will be for for an L tour. But I think people are pretty excited about it in general, which is which is a good thing. One of the things, uh, Jay was the president of the Sugar Skull, so if misery loves company, you have company because he knows exactly he knows exactly what you're going through, right, Jay? Exactly, and you know, and and I mean, it, it, the decisions are hard, and and you, you know, you hope for the best, but you know, at some point, you got to say, you know, we just got to do the right thing. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone wants to cancel. I mean, I think back to the day. Um, I heard that the final four, you know, was not going to go forward. And it just like it just took my breath away that that this thing is for real. Uh, I never dreamed we'd be, you know, here in August and still dealing with it at the same uh, level. I mean, I I don't think anyone could possibly fathom that it was going to be like that. Um, So then we finally got to the point where, you know, hey, we're we're about 90 days out. There's people that need to book. Um, you know, I'm getting calls from people in Canada saying, hey, I, I'm not even allowed to come into the country um, or I can't travel without spending 14 days in quarantine if I go to Arizona. So those are those are legitimate concerns. And, um, you know, obviously people here are saddened. Uh, it's a great economic impact to the community. It's a great fundraiser for a lot of great nonprofits. But all in all, all that doesn't add up to, you know, someone that's not, you know, being uh, going back to their hometown healthy and safe. And so safety takes a takes a, you know, uh, overrides any other concern. I think one of the big things is it's, it's not a, it's not a stop. It's a delay, uh, which is a big deal because, you know, in five months you'll have a new a new ride or whatever. And then they'll be able to ride two in a year. That's right. And I think a lot of people are just excited. It's a kind of an unprecedented type of thing. Obviously, 2020 is unprecedented in, in everyone's mind. So let's give them a little bonus in 2021, <laughs> give them two L tours. And um, hopefully people will, will, will understand that, hey, there's nothing we can really do about it for this year, but we're going to make it up to you in 2021. So how did you land on, on the date that you landed on? Is what, you know, what, what went into that? You know, what were you looking sure. at besides weather and that type of stuff? Or I'm sure you were looking at weather, but, you know, what kinds of things were you looking at for that particular weekend? Sure. Well, good question. Um, there's a lot on the, you know, springtime in Tucson. If you look at the calendar, how many different things you got on that? You've got things like, you know, the gem show and you've got rodeo and you've got uh, the book. You know, book festival yeah. of books and, you know, things that you, you know, traditional events, you really don't want to go head to head with golf tournament up in, um, you know, up at uh, uh, Tucson national, um, you know, the, the cats are going to be in the final four, right. And that's going to be, um uh, 
April uh, three to five. Well, you, got, so you don't want to be during during that. You've got basketball, so, which may go into May, and you've got football, yeah, which may well, be at that time the well, next year as yeah. well. So you just, you just don't know some of those unknowns of what's going to be rescheduled for the spring. But what we did know was the traditional spring events in Tucson, southern Arizona, um, trying to find a date. Obviously, you don't want to be on Easter. So so we kind of settled on that April 10th date. It just seemed like a, a, a good date on the calendar that it wasn't, um, wasn't things like um, that were already in Armory Park or in downtown there's things like the you know the street fest on fourth and um, St. Patrick's Day parade. There's so many different things that are already packed into the downtown calendar and um, you know just the southern Arizona calendar. And then on top of that, checking with the bike calendar to make sure there's no other major events. So um, I think it's probably easier to reschedule a football season than probably pick a date for El Tor <laughs> in a crowded crowded Tucson uh, calendar. So so um, when you made the announcement, uh, I think the organizations are always weary of, of uh, P, uh, pissing off some people on this side or that side. But I think overwhelmingly a lot of people liked the decision. I thought pretty pretty well. You know, it's um, you're not going to keep everyone happy. There's no doubt. You know, we got a couple of people that you know screamed at us, and I understand. You know, they wanted to to ride, and they didn't think we should cancel. I get it. Um, but most people looking at it reasonably, you know, they completely understood. And um, you know, are we error on the side of caution? Sure, um, but. You know what? We'll look back at this and just say, you know what? It, it is the right decision. Uh, I feel pretty I confident about that, and we're going to move forward and have a great event in the springtime, and then get back on that traditional calendar on the November date in 2021. If you don't mind, I'm going to get away from bicycling and talk about something you dearly love: SEC football. We were talking about this before. You're from <laughs> you're from Florida. You're one of those crazy kooks from the SEC. Uh, are they going to play football in the SEC? I, I think they're going to try. Um, you know, September 26th is, you know, just a little bit over a month away. And, um, you know, if they play football, it's going to send shockwaves to the rest of the country because, you know, I'm, I'm a big SEC fan and, you know, people really don't like the SEC outside the SEC. <laughs> they're really not going to like the SEC That's after true. they're playing football and you're sitting there watching the SEC on football. They'll hit them so, um, even more now. <laughs> oh, yeah, you thought you hate Alabama before. Just wait till that's all you see, you know. So, and and then especially when you're like, wow, we play that same game and we're not playing, and they're they're playing in the SEC. So, you know, it's it's going to be interesting because I think probably a lot of players are going to say, well, you know, maybe um, you know, um, I want to go, you know, down down there where they're playing football instead of watching football. So, uh, it, I I hope the rest of the country gets back on track. I do hope the SEC plays. I mean, because I don't know what I can do in my in my fall days without SEC football and without college football. Because I I just absolutely love college football. Well, I think you know over here from where you know from where we sit. I, I mean, I fully believe they're going to start football too. The question is, how long will they be able to go? That's that's yeah. where I think is the is the issue. I think I I think all three. Well, unless all hell breaks loose on their campuses, I think they're going to get started. But it's it's going to be a question of how long can they go before you know they might have to kill it. That's that's the worry. Well, you, you look how good baseball is doing, right? Like um, they play every game on schedule. Well, maybe not. No, they missed a whole <laughs> so, bunch. That's the whole thing. Maybe not. <laughs> so, but you know, on the other side, you know, basketball's done well. It's a complete different, you know, yeah. apples and oranges. But um, you know, hopefully, they learned a lot from baseball of what 
um, how how bad um, they've handled this situation, and like what half half the games of some teams have been canceled. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's there's people in the South though. If you take away their 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 football at LSU or or Georgia or Florida, those are fighting words. They'll lose their minds. Oh my gosh. Those, it, it's a religion down there, and I'm yeah. not saying that word lightly, but it is a religion in the South football. Well, it's funny because you came from Iowa, and Iowa won't be playing, but Iowa State will. Exactly. I know Iowa was uh, one of the schools that voted uh, to play. Uh, I think it was them and maybe Nebraska. Um, and so, I, you know, when their cross-state rivals are playing, that is going to be tough to – That's even tough. Really tough. You know, and and again, it'd be kind of like if, you know, if say Arizona State was in a different conference than they were playing, you guys wouldn't like that too much, would you? No comment. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. No, that, I was just thinking that. I mean, that would be awful. So, yeah, yeah. I have no dog in the fight, but Jay, Jay does. Hundred like, percent. Hey, TJ, thanks for joining us. We'll probably have you on soon. Thank you. All right, anytime. Guys. Hey, good luck. Good luck with the event, TJ. And we'll, you know, I'm sure we'll talk again uh, as it, as it rolls around. All right, thanks, guys. Take care. Hey, let's take a quick break here on 1030 The Voice. Come back on the other side. Hi, I'm Ron Hess from the Window Depot. You know about our great prices and our biggest inventory on windows and doors. Well, now the Window Depot is the place for all your kitchen cabinets. And that's not all. Now you can get granite countertops at the Window Depot. That's right. We now stock a large variety of prefab granite countertops starting at $116 for a 9-foot section. That's less than Formica. So come into the Window Depot today, because now we have granite. Go local. Make the switch. At Hughes Federal Credit Union, we offer customized solutions and get you what you need faster. Like our quick and easy credit cards and auto loans. All done online from start to finish. Save time using mobile banking. Bill pay, mobile deposit, and mobile pay with just a few clicks. Live large, accessing 30,000-plus surcharge-free ATMs and free debit card choices. Make the switch to Hughes today. Visit HughesFCU.org slash switch. Certain restrictions apply, insured by NCUA. Hey, welcome back to Eye on the Ball here on 1030 The Voice. I'm Steve Rivera alongside co-host Jay Gonzalez. So we're noticing one thing, Jay, and I'm sure it's not a shock to you. Players are leaving U of A and almost on the daily. Well, it's, you know, it's these guys who are in position as grad transfers because they can go anywhere they want. They can play right away. Right away. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, not, it's not surprising. And I don't know how many more of those are out there. The question is, you know, timing-wise. I mean, these these uh, these um, team seasons are, you know, they're starting to get in camps. They're starting to practice. I mean, you know, what, what's you know what's going on? But there, another one's been announced. A guy named uh, uh, John Jacobs, Joe Jacobs, John Jacobs, uh, a lineman who played you know played in eleven games last year, uh, started a game, and uh, you know he's a grad. Tra- you know he's graduated, so he can go wherever he wants. He's going to Charlotte. And like you said, I think maybe a day or two ago, when the schoolers decided to to leave as well, uh, you don't blame someone because it's the kid's decision to leave to go play. Right. Uh, that we know of. Right. Uh, I, I, For the I, most I, part, yeah. I agree with you. Uh, and, and two, uh, it's just opportunity, uh, and you have every right to make that decision. Look. 
you know, if you're an athlete who's looking at this is my last year to play, I'm a senior, you know, I'm not going to be in the NFL, and I, you know, I'm not going to sit around and wait to maybe there's a spring sure. season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they, you know, they're take they're they're rolling the dice and saying, I, you know, if if, if this school's going to play, then I'm I'm going to go there. So I, I don't have any problems with any of that because, again, you know, everybody, everybody's. Has a re- has uh, athletic a athletic yeah. career only lasts so long. Sure, and you know not everybody's gonna. You no, know, not everybody goes to the NFL and stuff like that. So they, you know, I, I can I get it. You know, the, this lineman who's leaving, you know, he's leaving because he's a he's gonna be closer to home, and he's going to and he's going to Charlotte. Yeah. So uh, and uh, you know it's a school that's you know it's a smaller school than Arizona. Maybe he has more opportunity to play there. He's played a bunch at Arizona, but he's not been a, a regular starter. Maybe he goes there and they need a lineman. Mm-hmm. You know, I just hope these guys have done their homework. You'd hate for them to make a move like that and then get there, and they're in a worse situation than they were here. Well, I think we talked about this a day or two ago, like I said, where, okay, they're leaving. It's almost the school has to find an opening for them, scholarship-wise. Exactly, because exactly. that, that's the thing. You know, uh, I, I heard a, a quote from a coach asking, you know, are, are we going to, you know, with the it was right after the Pac-12 and the Big Ten um, canceled their seasons, not canceled, postponed their seasons, and somebody asked, you know, are is there going to be an exodus of players from all those schools? And they said, where are they going to go? We've got, right. you know, our scholarships are full. We can't, you know, they can't come here on scholarship. We've got guys, you know, who are set to play. It's not like we have all these openings. <clears throat> There's not a ton of job openings out there. So, you know, I, I you, you hope that the schooler guys – the schooler boys land somewhere where they do have an opportunity. Who knows where that's going to be? Uh, we tried to find out, right? Right, right. So I tried to, yeah, I tried to talk to his dad uh, today. We actually tweeted uh, one of another. And he said he w- did not want to come on the show. He was very gracious, but said no. So let me say this: when you're talking about we have no, uh, talking about the coaches saying we don't have spots for you or we don't have a placement for you, publicly, right? Publicly, privately, they may think. Come on, we, we, well, can, sure. we can we can figure this. Well, out. sure, you know, and and it's, it, you know, I mean, I guess if a player contacts a coach, a coach can tell him whatever he wants. Right. But you just hope that the player has really done his homework, so that if sure. a coach says you're going to have an opportunity here, that he's really going to have that opportunity. Well, we all know about recruiting. We know that you know, uh, you know how many you know how many coaches tell the guys, oh yeah, you'll you, start, you'll be play, you'll play. <laughs> and then they get here and they find out there's three other guys that they've told we're going to start at their position. So who knows? Right. But. Boy, it's it's a it's a, a again. We've said it a million times. This is just a really weird time that you're seeing some of this stuff. Now, I, I think what we're seeing is guys who are the guys who are leaving are guys who are leaving because it's their last year at Arizona. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. And so and so they you know they can go. You know, you hope a, a freshman or a sophomore doesn't transfer to go to another place because they're playing this year, and then. They get there and something happens there, and they can't come back. Right, right. You know that kind of thing. Let me say this too, because uh, the NCAA just today uh, uh, d- decided that they're going to give the scholarship uh, uh, availability this this semester. Right. right? You, well, you, you don't lose a year of. Nobody's losing a year of eligibility this year. That said, we saw what happened in the spring. How much money is going to cost the school with them giving that scholarship back? Another another semester of that, right? More money being spent. Well, who are the ones that can be most affected? The seniors in high school. You know, exactly. There's going to exactly. be a lot fewer places for them to go because now, all of a sudden, a school's got to honor the scholarships of the the seniors who would have been gone, but now are not going to be gone. And you know, how many of them are going to stay? 
how many of them are you going to continue to pay for? And if you have these guys, how many scholarships are you going to give out? Right. Scholarships? Not everybody's got the money to do that. Don't you think that the NCAA or the schools are going to have to expand their roster, rosters and the availability well, of scholarships? That's the Well, that's the next thing. So, okay, so if you're going to allow everybody to have another year, another year of eligibility, how many scholarship athletes are you going to allow them to have mm -hmm. to accommodate that? Mm -hmm. That's to be determined? And that's to be determined. That's the that's the next thing that's got to be got to be figured out. <laughs> this is like uh, the dominoes, uh, and, and oh, everything continue to fall right. in a, in a negative way because the schools don't have money. Uva Uva is going to be cash strapped for the next few years because of this. Right. Well, well everybody is. We've actually. heard the numbers. You know, yeah. if Arizona doesn't play football, there's sixty five million dollars in the hole. Right. Where where are they going to get the money to honor? A bunch of scholarships that they weren't planning on honoring and then how many additional players are you going to bring in i mean the money's not there's not money you know all over the place waiting to be you know waiting to be spent on this you know why i'm playing the lottery and save the same thing in my life <laughs> rolling the dice man rolling the dice no it's a tough situation uh we've talked to hickey a number of times and he's talked about the difficulties that's going on and uh it's not going to get any better that's for sure it's you know again this this the impact of this is going to stretch for years, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, both from, from a money standpoint, an eligibility standpoint, a lot of these rules that they're making to uh, account for the different things that are happening because of this, right. how many of, the rule, of those rules will stay in place. Mm -hmm. My favorite is, you know, with all these conferences playing 10 games in their league, are they going to, is, is the, is the SEC going to back it down to eight games again, which is what it was. Are they going to say, okay, we played our 10, let, let's play nine from now on? Mm -hmm. You know, because I, I will forever believe that the reason the SEC is winning, is always in the playoff and winning at championships, I get it. They've got really good teams, but they get a free game every year that they don't, that they're not going to lose, mm -hmm. that a Pac 12 team does lose because they play the extra conference game. So that's why there, you know, there's never an undefeated team coming out of the Pac 12. And there is because in the in the SEC because they have a freebie yeah. that everybody else doesn't that, have. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um I'll I won't disagree with you. It's it's not a fair you can landscape. If you want. No, 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 but I agree with you. You know, I, I, I will when I can, but I won't there because I agree with you. The landscape is not yeah, it's, it's not, not equal. It's, it's, the, the playing field is not equal and and, and, ha and hasn't been for a very long time. But, you know, again, but the point being that there's all these rules and, and changes being made yeah. to deal with the COVID issues. How much of that is going to stick? Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. that's what I'm curious about. How much of that is going to stick? Yeah. Well, it's going to be, okay, uh, school starts Monday. It's kind of, the, the city's kind of getting already kind of a little populated with the kids, like you said, at the stores and stuff. Uh, it's going to be boring, boring, because we're not going to go to events. Right. But we're just going to be talking about, not events, but situations. Sure, sure. I just I just ran across a quote that I had that I missed, and good old John Wilner, who's always, you know, Johnny on the spot, right, for stuff. And apparently Bob Bowlesby, the, the Big 12 commissioner, was uh, did an interview with, uh, I, I guess it was a, some sort of a podcast, cast uh out of the out of the big 12 and john posted a quote from from the uh the podcast from from bullsby that said quote we're a long ways from playing football oh yeah that's great well that's not great but that's kind of but again that's the caution that, that, mm -hmm. that you're that you're really hearing and again these guys are waiting for you know students to get on campus and that kind of stuff and it's i think we are a long ways from playing football and these next probably one or two weeks mm -hmm are going to let us know if the football season really is going to start 
you know, mid to late September. Not to be a Debbie Downer on this or whatever's, uh, whatever I would be called. Uh, Buckmaster talked about the, the coronavirus numbers being down in this town and it's in the city. Well, then guess what's happening? We talked about it. School starting. Right. School starting. School starting. All, all schools are starting. Yeah. You know, you know, and good so, luck with that. I, you know, I just, I, you know, again, it's just, I feel like it's going to be, if, if, if this last wave was the second wave, you almost feel like a third one is on the way. True. True. If that's the case, then yeah, no question. Yeah, so I, I don't know. But, you know, uh, and again, we're, we're focused on the sports piece of it, which in the grand scheme of things mm-hmm. isn't, you know, the most important thing going on out there. You worry about, you know, these kindergartners and sixth graders and high school students, you know, who are going to class and, you know, what's going to happen. And, you know, there's so many people out there who say, well, you know, kids can get it and it's not a big deal. Yes, it is. Yeah. Anybody who gets it is a big deal. Sure. And if you've known somebody who's gotten it, you know it's a big deal. And the people who are saying that are people who don't know anybody who's gotten it. It doesn't affect you until it affects you. Until Exactly. Yeah. Until, it, until it affects you. Right, right. Let's take a break here and maybe get a call or two. So when I know it's 2040 on the other side. Thanks. All right. We'll be back. Camille Rivas Rutherford with Coldwell Banker Realty has been one of the top producing real estate agents in Tucson, Oro Valley, Marana, and Vail for more than 20 years. Let her help you find your dream home in Southern Arizona. Her passion and enthusiasm for real estate has helped her become one of the most respected and trusted realtors in the area. And she was recently named a recipient of Coldwell Banker's 2019 International President Circle Award. Camille's approach to sales and marketing and selling or buying a home is second to none. Give her a call at 520-250-5192. There's a place in our house. For 70 years, Benjamin Supply has been keeping Tucson flowing. Hygiene is our business. We help you achieve extreme clean. Minimize germ spreading with a hands-free sensor faucet. Forget the paper panic with a washlet seat. And speaking of waterworks, a big thanks to plumbers for their essential efforts during this health crisis. Shop our downtown showroom by appointment. Call us at 777-7000 or see all the products online at BenjaminSupply.com. Thanks to Benjamin Plumbing Supply. Hey, welcome back to Wine the Wall here on 1030 The Voice. I'm Steve Rivera alongside co-host Jay Gonzalez. I wanted to say something real quick, Jay, because I know you follow some. You had some connection to high school stuff. But uh, the Saguaro basketball standout, Alyssa Brown, is headed to UNLV, which is right. a big deal. Right. You know, she's she's been a great player here at my alma mater. So, you know, she's a cougar. But, yeah, you know, good for her. Um, you know, a lot of people asking, you know, why she didn't, you know, she's not going to the OVA or was she recruited or whatever. But, you know. I, I think one one thing that none of us understand, unless we've gone through it, mm-hmm. is the whole recruiting process and how that works, and what kids see, what the opportunities right, are, what right. coaches talk about when they're sitting in their living room. You know, was was the U of A interested in her? We, you know, we don't know. Maybe you know her position is crowded, and that you know she's not a mm-hmm. you know a position of need for for whatever. But you know, anytime you see a, a great athlete out of out of Tucson go somewhere else, you wonder. You know, Nick Gonzalez, right? Mm-hmm. Baseball player mm-hmm. who nobody recruited wound up in New Mexico State and they're being you know the number right. five pick, <laughs> you know right. major league draft. Uh, 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 the kid that went to Alabama. D- uh, uh, oh yeah uh, yeah yeah yes. Uh, uh, Levi Wallace. Levi, you know, good, good, again good, yeah. another kid that you know no one... w- walked on. You know, right now I'm just gonna say to everybody, you guys, you, you got to understand, we have got a couple old guys here that can't remember stuff. <laughs> no, but you got we, them. You we lose, we lose names. I, I, I pulled it out. It took a little bit, but you know, when you see kids like that that wind up, and you say, what happened? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that we've talked about this because uh, uh, John uh, Bijan, uh, yeah. some of the other the, the uh, Finas and right. those guys, you can totally understand if the big boys are calling you. Guess right. what? 
You're going to probably listen. You're going to listen. And, you know, we've already seen some stuff for, coming out of practices at Texas, and Bijan apparently is Lighting the up? real deal yeah. over there. Yeah. So, you know, for anybody who thinks that he was going to turn down Texas or Ohio State or any other school that had a chance at him, he was not because he believes he's the real deal. And I, I mentioned before, I you know, I spoke to a high school player who played against him and asked, is he Tucson good or is he right, is he right. the real deal? And he just nodded his head and said, he's the real deal. He's He's the guy. And those guys don't come around very often. Right. They don't. And, they, you know, and unfortunately, they don't go to Arizona because no. they have what they think are, you know, bigger opportunities in places. The one like guy that. that did stay was the last guy, I think, was Kadeem, obviously. Right. And he had a nice career. And he had a great career yeah. and, you know, got into the NFL for a little bit. To, had a cup of coffee there. But you just, you know, you just don't know. Did you see that the uh, Canadian Football League, I think, has canceled their season? No. I think so. I could be wrong because he's in it. Oh, he was playing. Steve, what are we going to gamble on? <laughs> <laughs> gamble that we complete a show. <laughs> uh, we were going to talk about Francona, Terry Francona. Yeah, you know, uh, some not not good news coming out of Major League Baseball, Terry Francona, who's undergoing some uh, some uh, medical procedures. He's have been, had some gastrointestinal problems that it sounds like he's had a number of surgeries for. He's missed 14 games this season. He's going to miss some more games this weekend. You hope it's something that can be fixed. I mean, he's 61 years old. He's my age. So he's look, not very old. You guys aren't if, old. If you've got, you know, if you've got some health issues, when you're, you know, when you get to be that age, it's a little harder to deal with than if you're some young 30-year-old buck. So, um, Do you, you know, remember when that was a 30-year-old? Do you remember those days? <laughs> Pre-kids, right? Pre-kids? Uh, yeah, I had you know, my first kid. How old was I? I mean, Adam was born in 93, so I was I was, on, I was going on 34. So you're talking about your memory losses? And let me say this, because, and I mean this with all good intentions. Uh, so I had a great memory before kids. You know when you have kids, you start calling them the same name and blah, 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 and you start forgetting. Right. It's kids that make you forget stuff. I think it must be, because, you know... It, it just you, you're so focused on all that stuff, and then especially now, you know, my kids, my last one, oh, just, my last one just moved out. You have four, right? Three, three. So last, okay. She just moved out, and it's kind of like I walk around the house, and I'm like, it's it's weird. It's to, empty. Yeah, it's it, and not not empty. But then I like I walk into a room intending to do something. Oh, that happens all the time. And then I forgot That's, what that I went in there. That happens all the time. Though, so you have to back out. You get the back out and say, what was I here for? Then you got to go through again. No, it's true. Isn't it true? You do. Because uh, I do the yeah, same I, thing. I, I retrace my steps to try and figure out where I was going. But getting to the point about Terry Francona, you just oh, yes. really... No, the point was... I'm sorry. You just really hope that, you know, that his, his health improves and that this isn't something that is, you know, debilitating for him. You know, look, he's our friend. Anytime, anybody just, who comes on our show is automatically our friend. Sure. They're stuck with that for the rest of their lives. And Terry came on our show and... We had a lot, he know, was on the road when he was yeah, headed... He was, he, was, he, was, he was headed back to Cleveland, you know, to get uh, the season started. And, you know, you wish you wish him all the best. So I hope it's... Uh, I hope things are okay with him. Right. Uh, we have about seven minutes. Anybody wants to call in, please do. Uh, the bubble, you've been watching a little NBA? Yeah, I watched some NBA, you know, the last couple of days, and it's, you know, it's, it's interesting. You're sick. I, you know, I'm watching what whatever else? I can, you know. What else is there? there? There's nothing else. I'm watching a lot of baseball. I'm watching way more really? baseball than I've ever watched. Really? You know, I'm actually putting, you know, I've, uh, you know, I've got the... Um, the MLB uh, package yeah. so that mm -hmm. I can watch games on, you know, on my phone and my iPad and stuff. I mean, on the way home from the show every day, you know, I put a game on and listen yeah. to listen to a game. Yeah. I, you know, I just love listening to baseball games. I'm one of those people that, you know, like if I had to drive somewhere, you know, and this was back in the day when you had AM radio, mm -hmm. right? 
I'd look for a baseball game because I felt like three hours or two and a half hours of a baseball game would make that two and a half to three hours go so fast on a drive. Oh, so really? I'm that guy. And wow. I'll, it doesn't even have to be a game that I'm interested in, just any game. Yeah, no, no, I couldn't do that. I just play music and say, "Who cares?" In the bottom of the fifth. Yeah. No, I, I do. I'll listen to, I'll listen to a football game, a baseball, a basketball game, whatever. And it's kind of the same right now. You know, I, when I'm working in my my home office and I've got a TV right there, whatever sport is on, whether you know Thursdays and Fridays, it's golf. Uh, Jesus, I was watching women's golf this morning at nine o'clock oh, this morning. You get you know, a pop. Those those. Those poor ladies were freezing. They're yeah. playing. A, they're playing a tournament in Scotland. One of those uh, at Royal Troon in Scotland. One of those golf courses that's right next to the water, and they were bundled up. The wind. It was 30, 35 mile an hour winds. Some of these. Some of these players were wearing down vests and stuff like that. And you know, great players were shooting eight or nine over. I saw. I saw one player take an eight on a par four. I raised my hand. Yeah. I said, "I can do that." <laughs> and you've done that. <laughs> I did it today. So, so uh, Gabrielle. Lo siento, lo siento. Uh, he's watching all kinds There's of sports. There's always sports on yeah. in the house anymore. Yeah. yeah. But I'm glad to have sports. Yeah, yeah. No, because back yeah. in June, remember July, I think we were saying, yeah. are we ever going to see this There's nothing, stuff? man. It was soap operas, right? <laughs> I was watching those Dateline and 48 Hours Murder no, I'm shows still, and stuff I'm still watching over those. Over and over I'm and over again. Those. You know, repeats. I know them I know them by first name now. Yes, I watch those all the time. Yeah. Um, and it's it's because they don't take their meds, yeah. everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know what? And it's always the wife putting... <laughs> The antifreeze and the husband's Gatorade. Pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. We're, Gatorades are not allowed in our house anymore. At least not the yellow Gatorade. Oh, because of that. Because <laughs> of that. <laughs> if I ever see yellow I'm Gatorade, in, if I ever see yellow Gatorade in our refrigerator, I'm, I'm like, I'm looking down. around. So, yeah. but you know, look, I, I'm glad that some sports are back, um, and I'm watching whatever there is to watch, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that's great. And um, you know, college football, I think, is going to start. Um, I really hope that they get going with it, and the, but when's I the, just I'm just disappointed. Don't think it's going to happen. When's the official September twenty sixth? Well, the, the, well, there's some games scheduled for the weekend of September fifth. You've oh, got you've got a, a handful of games. We, the, those first two, the first weekend um, September fifth, and then the following weekend. September 10th through that next weekend, the NFL starts and the Big 12 starts. I think the ACC starts. The SEC starts at the end of September 26th, the end of September. I was going to say, didn't we talk about, I think I brought it up with the Army. Army wants to play. They're right. still playing. Right. I think they're in the first week. Every day you hear of somebody else has scheduled another game and stuff like mm -hmm, that, you know, mm -hmm. but some of the, you know, some of those directional schools and stuff like that are going to be playing college football as early as September 5th. In fact, I saw Appalachian State has halted their football season for now, maybe just for a day or two. And they're like one of those uh, monster beaters. Right. You know, uh, yeah, they they yeah. beat those teams. Right. They beat Michigan, right. and all, they they beat Michigan that one year and stuff like that. So again, you know, just kind of hold your breath and let's see what happens. You know, mm -hmm, hope, mm -hmm. hope for the best because you just don't know, um, you know, how it's going to work. Crazy times. I don't think. Uh, well, it can only get better, right? Well, well you you hope. And again, look, I would. What what worries me is that if these guys start college football and then have to stop, it kind of ruins everything. How so? In that their seasons end, and now there's maybe no chance for everybody in to play spring? in the spring. You know, let's really? say let's say they go three, four, five games into it. Okay, and then it it cool. all it all collapses. I get it because if, let's say three, four games get you to maybe early November or late October, something breaks because otherwise, they, right? So then, and you, then it all gets canceled. That makes sense. Now 
you don't finish this season, those teams, they're not going to be able to regroup and play in the spring. Now what happens? Well, no, you make a great point. Now you're hoping that if they start, that they don't stop. Right. Exactly. But that's going to make the Big 12 and the Big and the, and right, uh, the right. Pac-12 and the Big 10. You have no horse in this. Look bad, so bad. Yeah. But again, you just worry that and, and honestly, the thing that I worry about is that they're going to press so to play that they're really going to put more at risk than they should be. I think that's the bottom issue or the bottom line issue. I think they're I think they're going to be risking a lot and I'm a, I'm really afraid that you know, they're, they're not going to be looking out for the welfare of, of these players to kind of keep it going because the momentum got going and they couldn't stop the momentum. Uh, uh, and you know how politics is are uh, in right. this situation, and I think that's a big part of it. It's a it's a huge it's a huge part of politics it. and and money. I mean, the Alabama fans will lose their minds if all of a what, sudden there's what's no. What's going to happen in the South if nothing happens? They're going to, they may all, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to be a police officer down there, I'll tell you that. Uh, you're good, uh, you know, you I don't want to be in law enforcement if, it's foot, be crazy, if yeah. football dies in the yeah. in the, in the the South this, uh, this fall. It's going to be crazy. Okay. Hey, good show today. Thank good you. show. We'll Cheers. be back on, we'll be back on Monday and uh, hopefully, you know, the air will start to clear about stuff. You know, we'll, we'll start hearing about stuff going on on the campus. Don't go to a party this weekend. Sir. I'm not. I won't go to a party. And my daughter, Rachel, who's out there, you better not go uh, to a party either. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you on Monday.